John chapter 3 and verse 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, this verse talks about the provision of God, everlasting life. And it says that for man to assess or to gain entrance into this everlasting life, he needs to believe. He needs to believe. That is the requirement. By the time we read Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The same theme, salvation. In the first verse we read, we saw the requirement to believe. Romans 10 introduces another variable, confession. If thou shalt confess with your mouth, if thou shalt confess with your mouth. That's why we read in Matthew chapter 10 verse 33, Jesus said, Whosoever will deny me before men, him will I deny before my Father which is in heaven. Meaning to say, it is not enough that you believe, you must also confess. I'm going somewhere, please follow me. It's not enough to believe, you must also confess. Now when we read John chapter 8 verse 31, Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. All the three verses we read, John chapter 3 verse 16, Matthew chapter 10 verse 33, John chapter 8 verse 31, Jesus was talking in the three verses. In the three verses, he was talking about the subject of salvation. And Jesus mentioned three things. The first, he said, you must believe. Then he said, you must confess. Then he said, you must continue in my will. Now, the provision is there already made by God, everlasting life. But he says, there are three things that you must do. Believe, confess, continue in my will. Now, that is the theme I want to talk about today. Every provision of God for you, there are three things you need to assess them. Number one, believe. Number two, confess. Number three, alignment with his will. It doesn't matter what God has promised you. It doesn't matter what God has made available for you. You need these three things to assess them. Not one, not two, the three. If ever God promises you anything and you realize that you are not seeing it in your life, go check these three things. When God said it, did you believe it? Are your confessions aligned with what God has said? Then are you living in alignment with God's will as far as that matter is concerned? Oh, God has promised you prosperity. God has promised you prosperity. The first thing is, do you believe that prosperity is your portion? Do you confess the same or your confessions are contrary? Then third, are you 
continuing in God's will? Are you living according to God's will as far as the subject of prosperity is concerned? It doesn't matter how much you believe. It doesn't matter how much you confess. If you are not saving, you may never taste prosperity. If you are spending excessively, you may never taste prosperity. Now, that is in your alignment to the will of God. Are you following what I'm saying? So there, there may be many things that God has promised you. And I'm speaking in light of the new year, 2022. This is a new year. Welcome to the new year. Yes, God has spoken great things concerning the new year. Yes, but number one, have you received it with faith in your heart? The word must be mixed with faith in your heart. Believe it truly. Secondly, what are your confessions? What are your confessions? If it is your year of greatness, let that be your confession. God has spoken beautiful things concerning you. They say, how are you? You say, we day as if we know day. Your confessions are contrary to what God has spoken. You see, your confessions must not be contrary to your prophecy. If your confessions are contrary to your prophecy, you will be the enemy. You will be the hindrance to the fulfillment of those prophecies. Because your word will work against you. God said concerning the children of Israel, As they have said in my ears, so will I do unto them. The problem with mine usually is either they don't believe or they are confessing contrary or they are not living in alignment to the will of God. If you want to see your prophecy come to pass in this 2022, take heed to these three areas. Take heed to these three areas. There was a time the prophet Elijah prophesied in Israel. And the right hand man of the king didn't believe it. That was his undoing. Because he didn't believe it. Because he did not believe. That was his problem. Oh, and then we get to the story of the seven sons of Scepha, the seven sons of Scepha. For them to have dared to cast out a demon in the name of Jesus, they believed that his name could do so, but they had not confessed him as their personal Lord. So that power was not effectual in their mouth. Usually that is the problem with man. Either there is no belief or they are confessing contrary or they have not confessed or they are not living in alignment to the will of God. They are not living in alignment to the will of God. Ask yourself today, where do you need to fix? What is the missing link for you? How well have you positioned yourself to be all that God has said concerning you as far as this year is concerned? Look at the children of Israel. Because of their own belief, they limited the only one of Israel. So says the Bible. They limited the only one of Israel. Will you limit God in your life because of your lack of belief? Because of your doubtful heart? Will you fail to confess the same thing? You see, if God has promised you, he says, He had said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so that we may boldly say, When God says to you, it is so that you may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, of whom shall I be afraid? What are you boldly saying this year because of what God has said to you? And finally, 
Have you found out about God's will for you this year? God's will in those specific areas. Are there instructions that you must align yourself with? You see, when we talk about the will of God, the will of God is usually embodied in three things. Number one, God's principles. God's principles. Number two, God's instructions. God's instructions. And number three, God's structure. God's structure. And I'm going to explain to you very briefly as I round up. Now, I said the will of God is embodied in three things. God's principles, God's instructions, and God's structure. God's principles to start with. There are certain principles that God has set in motion to govern this earth. For example, the law of sowing and reaping. It's a principle. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever you sow, you will reap. There are natural life principles that God has set in motion to govern this earth. You cannot taste wealth if you don't know how to spend, if you don't know how to save. These are natural life principles. You don't have to be spiritual to learn them. God's will, usually, they are logged up in his principles. Secondly, God's will are logged up in his instructions. And these instructions can come in several ways. Ways, rather, from the word of God, from the mouth of the prophet, from God's spirit to your human spirit. God's instructions. God speaks to you personally, says, this is what I want you to do. Or there is an instruction already written in the word of God. And scriptures cannot be broken. And then thirdly, in God's structure, there are certain things that God has put in place as a structure. For example, the body of Christ has a structure. There are spiritual gifts. There are ministry gifts. There is a structure that is put in place. You have a pastor. There is authority structure. Do you understand what I'm saying now? For example, in the home, there is a structure. The husband is the head of the wife. God's will is embodied in a structure. So as a woman, you cannot disobey your husband and claim that you are doing what is right. Except the man is clearly violating the word of God, which takes precedence, obviously. So God's will is usually locked in his structure, in his instructions, and in his principles. Find out what are the principles governing this area of life. What are God's instructions from his word or to me in this area of life. As far as God's authority structure over my life is concerned, is there anything that I am violating? Once you can clear all of this, you will be able to properly live in alignment with God's will. May the Lord bless you as you go on the journey of appropriating God's word and his prophecies over your life for this year, 2022. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for you that as this year runs by, your life will not be different from what God has intended for you to be. In the name of Jesus, I come your way again tomorrow. Stay blessed and God bless you.